Every night. Every night. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Puffs. Once again, I'm Kier. Don't mind us. <laughs> and, this is, and this is Jason. <laughs> and we are back doing the second half of our top 10 films of 2013. If you caught the first half, we did our number uh, 10 through number 6. So this will be our number 5 through number 1. We may have some honorable mentions at the end, and we will definitely have our challenge films uh, for 2014 at the end. So you'll definitely want to stick around for the end for that so you'll know what movies we're both going to be watching when we finally get to that 2014. Uh, who knows when <laughs> that'll happen. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of films to cover, so I say without further ado, we get right into it. I'll go ahead and kick this off uh, with my number five film of 2013, and that is going to be Her. Uh, which is uh, basically saw uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, he, basically, he is uh, in love with his iPhone. Um, that's pretty much the gist of the film. <laughs> no. uh, so it's basically kind of set, it's set in the future uh, where basically your, uh, your phone's kind of interactive. Um, so it can communicate with you and talk to you and that kind of stuff. Um, so people are, it's like this new cutting edge thing where it can basically organize your day for you, tell you what time you got have meetings, but it can also talk to you and be uh, interactive as well. So um, you could probably ask you questions like, hey, how does this shirt look on me? And it'll say, shirt looks good, you know, or change that shirt. I don't like it, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and of course, you can choose the voice of it, which, you know, he has a he has a female voice for his. I'm assuming if you're um uh, a woman and you have one, you, you might get the male version, whatever case may be. And he ends up basically in a nutshell, uh, you know, starts falling in love with basically the voice or the phone and basically, you know, kind of makes, you know, you know, kind of like his, his girlfriend. <laughs> nutshell. That's pretty much the gist of the film. I like the film. I haven't seen it. Um, I may have seen it once since it was in theaters. Um, I own it. I just haven't gotten around to really watching it uh, a lot. I, I think I probably watched it when I first bought it, which would have probably been early 2014 or something of that nature. So it's still been quite a few years for me since I've actually seen this one. Um, so a lot of these, a couple of these, I know I haven't seen in a little bit. And I'm just leaving in, in its place because I don't have any reason to downgrade them until I, I see them again. But who knows? I may watch it. I may drop it down a few spots. But for right now, it's still number five for me. And that is my number five film, Her. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I love her. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm surprised it's not on my list. I must have missed it or something, or maybe it's on my 2014 because the years sometimes get mixed up. I'm not sure, but I didn't, I didn't have it in the running, so I missed it somehow. But it would have been probably in my top ten actually. Um, but yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Um, I think it's pretty smart. Um, it says a lot. Of, you know, even though it came out. I think, you know, before like Siri and Alexa, I think, um, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, it's, it, it says a lot about our dependence on technology and about, um, the, you know, the implications of technology becoming conscious of itself, you know, which is an old thing. I mean, you can go all the way back to 2001 and before for that, but, um, yeah. it says, a lot of a lot of really interesting things in a kind of a new yeah, way. So yeah, I mean, and we are, we're definitely moving in that direction. I don't know if it's quite to the point where your girlfriend is your boyfriend is is your well, yeah, social media device, but it's definitely moving in that direction not. where where you could definitely have some sort of I mean some conversations actually with your uh, with your devices, like you said, with uh, Siri or you know Siri's funny, you know Siri Siri jokes with you, you know it's it's yeah. not too far off really. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's just a matter of time before someone creates something that's a little more interactive and who knows in the next five years, maybe that's where we're at. You know what I mean? Where there's actually, you know, an interactive computer that can basically, you know, have full on conversations with you. I, I don't think we're too far from that. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. man, you know, just yeah. everything's at your, you know, I can just ask it anything I want. I could just say, you know what's the weather outside you know who won the game last night you know what movies are playing right now and it'll answer for me so it's getting very close to that to that you know what i mean to where it'll eventually be why is, somewhat why is kier so lame that's not they won't answer that for you it'll say it won't answer that wrong. oh okay. no 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 okay. it'll, it'll say <laughs> It'll say, excuse me, what, did you say why is Jason lame? Uh, and, then it'll go, <laughs> and then it'll just start talking for like 20 minutes. You'll have to tell it. To stop. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but that is my number five film. Um, yeah, it's definitely 2013. I don't 
have to look at the release date, but definitely it was 2013 on at least two sources that I saw. So uh, it is a 2013 movie. So cool. All right, moving on to your number five, which I will bring in for you, um, which is your next. Your next, yes, I love your next. Um, you know, as you know, anybody who pays attention to uh, either of us on these shows knows I'm a big horror fan. Um, so obviously, a horror movie, I'm automatically interested. Usually, uh, I'll admit that when I saw the trailer for this movie, it didn't look like anything that special. You know, I mean, we've all seen a lot of home invasion movies with people wearing masks. You know, it looked kind of like The Strangers, something like that. Um, I, you know, I did like the use of uh, perfect day by lou reed that was a cool soundtrack choice like it looked like it was a well-made movie but nothing too special then uh when it came out the reviews were actually really good so you mm -hmm. know sometimes when a horror movie the reviews are really good you know a lot of critics seem uh kind of predisposed to pan horror movies so it always catches my attention when one gets positive reviews um because you know even though i usually i often like the ones that get panned uh if the critics are actually giving it a thumbs up then Usually it kind of like gets me my, my there sooner. pretty good. Yeah. To usually, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So when I went and, you know, you know, I still was really surprised by how good this movie is. I, I really love it. I mean, I've watched it. It's so much fun. I've watched it probably six or seven times, honestly. <laughs> I mm -hmm. saw it at least three times in the theater. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it is kind of just a home invasion movie, but there is, there are some really good twists. There's some really good soundtrack choices it's genuinely suspenseful. Uh, it's got a great, uh, you know, so-called final girl um, in it. Uh, it's just a really fun movie, not just for horror fans, but any, any thriller fans, whatever. It's just a really good, entertaining thriller horror movie that has some definite curveballs that you won't see coming. So, you know, I'm a big horror fan. So any movie that, uh, you know, shows me something different within my different and fun at the same time in my favorite genre I'm bound to love. So I really love this movie. Um, and it's the movie that it wasn't his first movie, but it put Adam Wingard on the map who went on to, uh, do the guest, which is another one of my favorite, uh, something old, something new kind of horror films. You know what I mean? Um, and then he made a couple of, couple of movies that kind of went nowhere, but he, then he, then he went on to Godzilla versus Kong. So he's kind of in the big leagues now, which is good. So, uh, uh, but yeah, you're next. One of my absolute favorite movies, for sure. Easy. In fact, it should probably be higher than number five, but that's where it's at for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It should definitely be higher than number five. In fact, it should be number four because that's the one I have it right at so we can get right into it. <laughs> no, I, I love your next. Yeah, it's my number four film. Uh, so we'll just go right into it, basically. So that'll make it quick and easy. Oh, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I love it. Um, you know, it's, it's a horror film, but it, it, it's almost an action film as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot, a lot of action sequences, a lot of good fight scenes, that kind of stuff. So, um, so you know, there, it, it, it's got, it's definitely a horror film. Don't get me wrong, um, but there, there's a lot of good action in there, also, especially with, oh um, yeah, you know, with some of the twists and turns that happen in the film, without going too much into it. But if you haven't seen Your Next, it, it, like I said, it's one of my favorites. It's like one of those films that I can, I could probably watch this film almost any time. You know what I mean? Like I could just break this out and just have some fun. I've heard some uh -huh. people complain that some of the acting from some of the people um, around that dinner table setting wasn't as good. I've heard I've heard that just once or twice from a few people, but I, I didn't notice it until somebody pointed it out to me. But it doesn't change the fact that I still think it's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, and you know, it's uh, uh, ah, I just totally lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much the gist of it. I I enjoy it. Like I said, it's a it's a great story. Just a good, um, you know, horror film, uh, uh, home home invasion film. Um, you know, like you said, it's got a lot of different twists and turns. Um, you know, like I said, if you if you like a really good horror films that also have a lot of good good action sequences in it as well, then I, I definitely urge anyone to check this one out if you haven't seen it. So um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so you're number five, my number four. Um, so Perfect. We, we wrap those up pretty quick. So kill two birds with one stone on that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, I think it's the first time it's ever happened that they line up like right after each other like that. I think. Uh, it's happened once or twice before, actually. Oh, um, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I do remember like 
saying a couple times, well, let's roll right into that because that's, you know what I mean? Or vice versa. So it's not often, but it has happened at least once before. So, all right. Cool. Um, but with that said, let's move on to your number four, since we already covered mine and I'll bring that in for you, which should be pretty easy since we already talked about it, uh, which is spring breakers. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like you said, we already talked about it in the previous show because it was in the bottom half of your top 10. Um, I think it's a great movie. I know it's got a lot of detractors. Uh, it's one of those movies that seems to split people right down the middle. Mm. Even either you 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 love it or you hate it. You think it's trash. And I know people on both sides. <laughs> Obviously, you and I are both on the it's great side because it really yeah, is. I, 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 mean, I love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like I said, it was in my top 10. It was in the lower half of mine, but I think it's a great movie. Um, but it's not the kind of movie I would show to everybody just because I know that some people aren't necessarily going to like it or get it or whatever case may be and that's fine too because there's just some movies that aren't for everybody and i would definitely say this one's not necessarily for everybody um you know yeah. just because of the subject matter these you know these little you know teenage girls doing all these you know bad things and that sort of stuff and you know so some people may not jive with it so i i understand that but for me i thought it was awesome i think it's great so yeah, it's great. And, you know, I, re I really don't, I, I, you know, I don't think it, you know, there's, there's a, this movie has a lot on its mind. You know what I mean? I don't think it's just a dumb, you know, TNA movie. It's far from it, I think. It, it, it's, it's got some pretty, pretty heavy connotations in it. And mm. uh, it's also just got really great style. I mean, it mm. looks amazing. It sounds amazing. It's funny. It's exciting. Um, it's definitely unique, for sure. You know, it might not look like, you know, it might just look like, you know, Girls Gone Wild, the movie or something, if you're just looking at the poster. Especially, but yeah, it is, looking at the cover, at the very least, yeah. Yeah, it is not that at all. Uh, no, it's, not at all. It's a gr great movie. Um, I've, I saw it uh, at least twice in the theater, and I've watched it at least twice at home since. So, you know, it's, it's definitely, it definitely uh, rewards repeat viewings, too. So that's always a good thing. So, yeah. For sure. Excellent movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's very rare for me to see a movie twice in the theaters. Now that I think about it, even movies that I love, but um, I definitely have seen it, you know, in theaters. It's usually because I see it. Yeah, it's usually because I see it by myself or something, and then I want to take people to it. That's what happened with your next. I went to see it by myself, and then I was like, oh my God, this movie's so cool. I got to take my brother. I got to take my friends. You know what I mean? And uh, same thing happened with this. Like, I went to see it with somebody, and then I was like, you know, I think we talked about it last time, you know, like I, I thought there, you know, there are people that I thought would really like this movie and they really didn't. <laughs> but uh, hey, at least I got to see it again, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you liked it. So, hey, you get to see it twice. Although it is weird. Well, I don't know if you knew visually. I, I always feel like it's weird to watch a movie that you love and you can clearly tell that the person that you took or that you're watching with is not as into it as you are. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of hard for me to enjoy it quite as much when that person's clearly not having a good time. So it is kind of awkward. Yeah. And I, and actually I've experienced that a lot of times with you. <laughs> <laughs> I've shown you, uh, I've shown you a lot of movies over the years and uh, I can always, you know, it's always written all over your posture and your face. So I can always tell like when, Oh, Kier's into this one or, and, or the no, Kier's not, he's checked out of this one pretty, <laughs> pretty like early. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been many, it's been a long, many years since we actually watched a movie together, like in, you know, your house or my apartment or anything like that. Yeah, but, or uh, a movie that you have seen that I, that I haven't seen. Usually, recently, it's been mostly movies that we both haven't seen. And usually, it's like in a group setting, if anything. So, yeah. It's been yeah. A time since we've been we used together. to get together all the time, and I'd show you a movie at my place, or you'd show me a movie at your place. And yeah, it's been a long, long time since we did that, but we watched hundreds of movies that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just get busy, man. Life gets in the way, those things, man. Yep. <laughs> Life just yep. gets in the way. <laughs> Life gets in the way. <laughs> you know, yep. plus, you know, now you live 20 minutes away, man. That's way too far for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not worth 20 minutes. I know that. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. Yeah. One minute drive? Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we're moving right along to my number three, um, which is surprising. Um, because I didn't realize I had this as number three when I first did this countdown, so it might surprise you as well. Um, and there's a reason for that, uh, because of a previous film that I talked about. Um, so this is number three for me, which is actually going to be The Hunger Games Catching Fire, um, which is weird, ah. because that's why I had it in my countdown. And I haven't seen it in, I don't know, maybe since in theaters, possibly. I own it, but I just haven't gotten up to watch it again. I, I've watched the first one. 
So when we talked about this, I think last year, um, the la- I mean, the last year's films, um, the, the first Hunger Games, um, I had said that I, I liked, I love the first one and I wasn't for sure that I love the second. I know I don't like the third one as much, but I said I like the second one, but I don't remember. But I actually have this one ranked higher than I would have had, you know, the first Hunger Games in my previous year countdown. So it might have just been the way it fell out. I don't, I don't know. But because um, I know last year was a really, really, really good year. Um, not to say that this one's not good, but I felt like maybe last year was a little tougher for me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I got this one number three. So, you know, so that says a lot. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I know it's more expansive. They're not just in like the Hunger Games part. They're actually getting more involved with like the, the you know, the people behind the, the scenes pulling the strings and that kind of stuff. So they're kind of like more going to, to battle with the, the rich, pompous, you know, people that wear like strange, futuristic, almost retro 80s like clothing and stuff um uh, but that's really all i can kind of remember about it so it's one that i definitely need to revisit and again who knows maybe i rewatch it and it drops down the list or something like that but uh but for right now it's number three so it's number three for me is the hunger games catching fire yeah i think that yeah i would yeah because i was i was actually surprised when you said that in the last the show we were talking about the last year's movies because i remembered you loving the the second one like more than the first one so yeah. you might you might just need to watch it again and refresh your yeah, memory I maybe because just, I, I, it's probably because i have the third one on my mind and i definitely noticed yeah. a huge drop off between the first yeah. two and that one so it might have just in yeah. my head i might have just lumped these two together for some reason i and i shouldn't have um but yeah i definitely i must have really loved it so <laughs> so yeah um, it's, i love you know, there's number three um because i didn't have time to rewatch it before we did the countdown um, but obviously if I had a number three above some of these other movies like your next and her and, and some of the other ones that were on my countdown, I must've, I must've really enjoyed it. So, um, so yeah, definitely. Cause I, yeah, I, really I enjoyed think... a lot of those films on there, like the Wolf of Wall Street, some of those other ones. So, so definitely. So, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely remember a lot of, I, I mean, I don't remember that movie too well, but it's the, you know, I only bought the first two, you know, so, and I do remember vividly thinking that the second one was much better than the first one. And I like the first one a lot, you know, yeah. but the second one, if I remember like the action is better, uh, it's, it feels more, uh, expansive. Like you said, uh, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's just a better movie. I think, uh, it's, you and know, it's I, just... what I do remember about, it, I feel like they get to it a little quicker. The first one, um, even though I love it. Um, but now that I'm reflecting on it a little bit, I do remember the first one. I, I felt like it takes a little bit of time before they even, go to the hunger games and do the battle i feel like the build-up yeah. for that is like a good 45 minutes whereas this one it's kind of like there's a little bit of build-up but then they get right into it pretty quickly so right yeah i think that's true i think that's true um, I, think, I, think, I, think I think that was kind of necessary in the first one you know that, uh but i think it was kind of necessary in the first yeah, one oh, yeah, but you I gotta see, build up yeah. the characters in the story i'm not yeah. not knocking it for that but this one yeah. just i feel like this one was more more speedy with that, which is maybe why I enjoyed a little bit more, I guess, if you will. So. Yeah. And I think that the action is more, uh, you know, it's got a little, it's got a bigger budget in the, the second one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, so I'm sure that's part it, of it as well. Yeah. The budget yeah, is always bigger yeah. in, the, in the sequel because they never know how the first one's going to be. So. Yeah. So I haven't seen either one of them in a long time either, but I definitely remember the second one being my favorite and I, I've, I've watched them all at least twice. So there's something <laughs> I've watched the go. first two at least twice. Yeah, I never. I, I, I didn't. I haven't watched. Yeah. I was kind of checked out by it. So yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. By the end. Yeah. Cool. Although I did like the second half of the fourth, uh, the the fourth movie. You know, the second half of the third part. I, I did like Mockingjay Part Two a lot more than Mockingjay Part One. Yeah, I, that, I think those are the two that I I think I kind of ran together and I kind of made. Yeah, them they could they could have so. been one movie. They really yeah. could have been one movie, yeah. and it would have been a lot more. Interesting. Uh, just shortened, yeah. cut some stuff out of it, and just made it a, maybe a little bit of a longer film or one film. Yeah, would have made it a really good, yeah. complete film. Yeah, would have cool. made the first one less boring, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. The first one of the third part. <laughs> All right, we're well, moving on to your number three. I'm um, gonna bring that in, and that is gonna be mud. Mud, yes, I love mud. Uh, it's, it's a, you know, it was kind of part of the, you know, Matthew McConaughey's uh, comeback in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, around 2012, 2013. He was really on a tear uh, mm-hmm. with 
because he, you know, he started strong out the gate with, uh, you know, A Time to Kill and uh, mm-hmm. some really good movies. And then he got kind of dragged into doing, like, a lot of really bad movies for several years. Like, uh, or just, like, really generic romantic comedies, uh, just one after the other, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, and then, like, then he, he seemed to kind of have, a like, a change of heart where he stopped doing those kind of movies and started getting back to, like, acting again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, with, like he did, like, this and joe and um you know the lincoln lawyer and you know what i mean he started doing more more serious films uh, you know after doing like i don't know what was this sahara or something i don't know what he was doing back then. <laughs> Fail, failure to failure to launch yeah and yeah, yeah. What's, all what's those funny, generic romantic comedies yeah what's yeah. funny and not to steal your thunder from talking about this film but what's funny about him is um I, he has an audio book out called uh green lights or a book but i we listen to the audio version i still haven't finished it yet oh. it's it's really really long um you know yeah. it's like a six hour long you know thing or something um i listened to it on the way last year on our way down to uh uh we went to monterey bay and i listened to it on the way down on the way back up again or whatever and he, he talked about specifically about like his it talks it really goes in depth about his his acting career and he talks mm-hmm. about like that period where he started because he was like yeah he was like i did um, you know, his first film essentially was Dazed and Confused. And then he oh, yeah. Yeah, couldn't get any work really after that, even though he was like uh, one of the funniest parts in Dazed and Confused. He really couldn't get a whole lot of yeah. work after that. And then he did, um, and then he did The Time to Kill. And he was like the hottest thing on the market at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And then he did a bunch of flubs. And then he finally was able to kind of like recenter himself and get back into some better films, is what he said. So that's essentially exactly the way he words it, which, you know, I kind of took him at his word. That's kind of like he, you know, was trying to find himself or, you know, these, these you know, they're throwing these paychecks at him, you know, because, yeah, if, if you're a lead and someone's offering you, you know, $10, 15000000 million for a film, because he didn't really make a whole lot of money, even though he was a lead in um, A Time to Kill, he didn't make that much money, really. He made He made money, but it wasn't like... A-list star billing money, you know what I mean? Because he was still relatively unknown at that point. Um, right, yeah, so, I didn't know who he was then. I didn't yeah, know who he was. And when so I he came was out. relatively yeah. unknown. Um, and then, and then he he started getting like these these like lead projects. And he's like, at the time, you just take the money. You know what I mean? Like, if someone mm-hmm. wants you to be in failure to launch, and they're going to pay you, you know, ten fifteen million dollars for it, you take it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what he was doing. You know, which I can't I can't fault him for that necessarily. So I, I definitely can understand. So. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm glad that he, you know, when he, once he got, you know, in a comfortable position uh, financially, I guess you could say, he had the freedom to uh, kind of get back to, like, the act, real characters again, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think this was, you know, this is one of the very best. I think it's just a great, it's a great yarn, really, you know what I mean? It's almost like a Tom Sawyer, uh, mm-hmm. like a Mark Twain kind of story. It's very, very similar to, to Tom Sawyer, actually, because he, he's, he's, he plays like a kind of an escaped convict who kind of enlists, enlists these two kids to help him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's that kind of story. It's a coming of age story for the two kids. Uh, but you know, it's also like kind of a bonding story, uh, you know, cause you know, mud is like, he's, he's a convict. Yeah. But he's not, he's not a bad guy, you know, in, in a lot of ways. So it's got, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's got humor, it's got drama. It's got even ex- some surprisingly good action toward the end. Um, yeah. And it's just a really good movie. And I really like the director, Jeff Nichols. He's made several movies that I really liked. He hasn't made anything in several years. And I wish a movie, he hasn't made any movies in several years. I, w- I wish he would get back into it. Um, but he, he made a long string of several of my favorite movies of the you know early 2010s, I guess you could say. So, um, but yeah, Mud, great movie. Uh, one that I think, you know, it did pretty well at the box office. But, I, you know, there's a lot of people now who, you know, you ask them if they've seen it or if they've heard of it. And they probably haven't. So if you haven't, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's definitely two hours you won't regret. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed Mud yeah. quite a bit. It, it's a great film. I rewatched it uh, a few months back, um, not, not that long ago, maybe a month or two ago. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoy it. It's a really good film. It, it didn't quite make my, my, my top ten, but it would definitely be my honorable mentions. Um, uh-huh. but, um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoy that one. I don't know. For some reason, I know you're not quite as big of a fan, but I like the Lincoln lawyer a little bit better of those films that came out around that time. And I might actually like killer Joe, maybe just a smidge better as well. But, um, but I definitely enjoy mud and that's not a, a knock to it. Um, but, um, mud is also kind of, um, like he, he's, he's a star, but the kids are really the star of mud. I feel like so, um, of that film, but yeah, definitely, definitely a really good film. So. 
Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I know one of them, Ty Sheridan, has gone on to a lot of other things. Like he was in Ready Player One, and uh, he's been in tons of stuff. So yeah, he, for sure. I don't know about the other kid, but uh, Ty Sheridan has gone on to other things. Some, so that's good. good stuff. Right. Cool. Right. Yep. Well, um, moving on to my number two, which uh, is going to be interesting also. Um, my number two is actually before midnight. Um, so that'll be really interesting. Um, In a few minutes, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so before midnight, um, you know, the what do they call this? Do they call it the Before Sunrise series? Or I don't know what they call it. Uh, I think people people call it the before trilogy, maybe the before trilogy. So yeah, so there's yeah. before sunrise, before what's the second one? Sunset. Before sunset, sunset. and then yeah. this is the third one called Before Midnight, and um, it's uh, directed by uh, Richard Linklater. Um, and then uh, so it's, it's it's a three part series. Um, actually, I I really do like this series quite a bit. You know, it's like one of those series where. You know, it, it's kind of hard to describe to people this whole series because it's basically just two people, uh, Ethan Hawke and uh, Julie uh, uh, Dempsey. Uh, Delpy. Delpy, I'm sorry. Delpy. Julie Delpy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically <laughs> just having a meaningful conversations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of hard to, like, describe that to people and, like, really sell them on, on these films. But yeah. they are really, really good because... You know, there's not a whole lot of conflict, and that's the deal with a lot of uh, Richard Linklater's films. A lot of them don't have a lot of, like, you know, conflict, if you will. Um, you know, um, but um, like they're hangout like, hangout movies, you know, yeah, in a good way. Movies, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, they always have really confused. good, engaging dialogue and that corner, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And I really like the first ones. Um, you know, um, you know, before sunrise, uh, before before sunset. Yeah, and yeah. then Before Midnight is probably actually my favorite of the three. And the reason for it um, is because they actually, I guess, you know, other than doing a little bit of traveling, they do some traveling in the first one. Um, but um, but this one, they do a little bit more traveling. But there's a scene at the end of this, or towards the end of this, uh, back in their hotel room where they have, like, this crazy, crazy argument uh, that I just love that scene. It just feels like the acting is just so good in that scene and it just feels so real, um, you know, as they're just kind of going at it. It's like one of those things where, like, there's not really an argument, but but it slowly starts building into a bigger and bigger argument. So it's just like a full-blown-on, like, yelling and screaming, you know, <laughs> argument, you know what I mean? Yeah, like just one argument. little notch after another, you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, so you can just feel it, like, heightening up, you know what I mean? And that's what I really loved about that scene. That's And that's what really sells that movie for me and, and kind of separates this one from the first two, in my opinion. The first two are more about just, you know, talking about life and love and happiness and that kind of stuff. Uh, Whereas this one, it does deals with a lot of that same stuff, but you know, each year they're a different place in their relationship. You know, the first one, and not to get too much into it, but the first, well, if you if you're at this point, it's pretty obvious. But you know, the first one they're kind of just meeting. The second one they're kind of getting reacquainted. This one they actually have like a family together, and that's like uh-huh. the three different places in the lives that they that they have with each other. And this one just feels more real. And I do like also that the films are spaced out. Um, you know, with a, about what, like a seven year time period between each films, something like that. And so they're actually <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, nine, uh, about nine, 10 years. Yeah. 19 yeah. years, something like that. So they're actually, they're, they're aging and, and they bring that into, you know, each sequel because, you know, they, they start having kids and that kind of stuff. And so I, and, and the relationship changes as they age as well. So, um, so that's what I really like about this film. Um, like I said, the acting is, is amazing. It's just a really, really good film, in my opinion. So, and that is my number two of 2013. And my number two as well. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what you were leading to. I know. Um, yeah. yeah, it's I, it's great. I love these movies. I love all three of them. Um, I don't really know what which one is my favorite because they all three have different kind of feelings. You know what I mean? Like the first one's all about brand new love you know what i mean the second one's kind of about like where are we going we're in our 30s now you know what what you were growing up or you know what's going what's happening uh you know and then this one is about like uh you know getting older and being uh settled you know what mm-hmm. i mean so they all have different flavors uh but they're all great i think and you know richard linklater he's obviously fascinated by the passage of time you know and i am too you know and it, you know, and what, 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 
what time brings, you know what I mean, with it. So, you know, we're, you know, you and I are both getting to the age now where I just saw a picture, you know, you know, Facebook memories and whatever. I saw a picture of something that was 10 years ago uh, today, you know, in the Facebook memories. And I was like, holy crap, that was, that does not feel like 10 years ago. You right. know what I mean? And it was just like, feels like maybe, maybe six, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's just like, like time is crazy. You know, I'll see a picture of myself from five years ago and I'll be like, wow, that seems like so long ago and like not long ago at all at yeah, the same no, time. No, absolutely. So, I, I had a Facebook thing today that it talked about, uh, it was like 2014 and in my head, I thought that was like three years ago. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that was just a couple <laughs> no. of years ago. You know what I mean? But then I started doing the math and I was like, oh crap, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely not no, time. Time definitely flies. So and he, he is big, big on time and that kind of stuff as well. So. Yeah, same thing with Boyhood, you know, in a lot of ways. But, you know, I think it's great. I agree with you that it's hard to sell this kind of movie. Like, because, I mean, you tell, you you know, you try, oh, man, you got to watch this this amazing movie where these two people just, like, you know, yeah, talk. What, what, yeah, what, <laughs> what's, what's it about? Uh, they're just having a really, really good, meaningful conversation about life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, and then, like, I can't. I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. And then like 10 years ago, 10 years later, they get back and talk some more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't sound very exciting, but if you're, you're if right. you're, <laughs> you know, someone who appreciates uh, good dialogue and good acting and uh, you know, like just kind of, you know, savoring the moment. Cause that's what those movies are about a lot too, is savoring the moment, you know, especially yeah. the first it, one where it's just the whole thing. And the second one, especially the first one takes place over one night. The second one is almost even real time. It's like an 80 minute. The second one's like 80 minutes long. Yeah. That one really almost is real time 80 minutes. Real like time. He's, he's, he's doing like a book tour or something of that nature. And then yeah. they kind of meet there and then, you know what I mean? So that is more like real time, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, it is hard to explain to people, but I think, you know, with, with, with some exceptions, most people who have recommended it to and watched it, uh, saw what I, what I saw in it, you know, and really yeah. got something out of it. Yeah. So, and, you know, um, and me, you know, this is the kind of movie that I feel like on, on average and typical setting, you know, I might not be as into it. I might be a little, I might think it was a little slow, but, but it's not, it's just really, really interesting. And the movie mm -hmm. just kind of just breezes by, you know, there's really no, um, points where I was bored or anything like that. So no, just a really, really awesome, fantastic film. So. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. <laughs> and moving on to number one. Yeah. So my number one film, I'll bring that on in and that is going to be Fruitvale station. Um, so just a really, yep. really good, powerful film stars, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, kind of before he was like a big major star. Um, I mean, obviously uh -huh. he's he got a starring role in this film, but this wasn't like a giant, huge budget film or anything like that. Uh -uh. And um, yeah. if you don't know the story, it actually you know kind of hits home for a lot of what's going on right now. Um, uh -huh. You know, with the Black Lives Matter movement and just the climate that we live in as far as social injustices and that kind of stuff. It also hits home probably for us because we're California natives and the story actually takes place or is, is, is based on a true story that is actually in California. And it's a true story uh, basically about a man who a black man that basically is on uh, the BART stations down or I think San Francisco, I believe is the city. It's either San Francisco or Oakland. I can't remember which city it was now, though. Um, basically, he's riding the the BART, uh, the, the train station. It's Oakland. Oakland. Oakland, yeah, Oakland. yeah, right in the bus system, and um, obviously Fruitvale Station. Uh, it's a very famous case that happens where he basically, uh, you know, gets stopped um, by police officers. Uh, he's handcuffed to the ground, and one of the officers ends up discharging his firearm into him while he's handcuffed, to, uh, just basically face down on the ground, kind of thing. Um, you know, which they said was an accident. Which actually, there's a story that just happened about. Uh, I think two days ago or a day ago about uh, a lady that, you know, says it was an accident, you know, and shot up another black and an unarmed, unarmed black man basically said that she was, uh, you know, reaching for her taser to tase him and accidentally pulled out her gun and fired at him and, and shot and killed him. Um, so, so this kind of stuff still takes place. I mean, this, this movie's, you know, uh, eight, what, eight years old and it's still, the stuff still kind of relevant today. So it's like times haven't changed, but this story here, it kind of takes you kind of like the day in the life of, of him um, and his story. Um, and basically just kind of shows you basically, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar Grant is his name. Um, 
basically takes you to the day in life, kind of like the day leading up to the events that happened. Um, so it, it kind of shows you the good and bad of him. And, and that's kind of, you know, where, where the story takes you to. I mean, he, he's not, he's not the most perfect person. I mean, he definitely does some shady deal dealings. He definitely does some things that, that, that aren't perfect and aren't good and that kind of stuff. So we're not saying that he was, you know, a saint by any means, but that's the whole point of these films is, is, is showing you, or this film is to show you that, you know, doesn't mean that his life was invaluable or his life didn't have meaning uh-huh. because he did things that weren't necessarily, you know, perfect. You know, I don't care who you are. If you got me in handcuffs, I'm face down on the ground. I'm defenseless. You know what I mean? Like there, there'd be no reason, you know, even if I moved, you know what I mean? I don't have a weapon. I'm, I'm handcuffed. There's, I can't be a danger. I can't be a harm to you. Um, and that's kind of what this film uh, is about and kind of shows you that. And I just think it's just a really, really powerful movie, a moving film. And like I said, it's really prevalent today, um, you know, with the Black Lives Matter. So if you haven't seen this film, definitely urge anyone to check it out. Um, like I said, it was definitely my favorite film when I saw it back then in 2013. And it's still my number one fa- favorite film of that year. So Fruitvale Station, my number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, the, re- the only reason it's not in my top 10, it must probably just outside of it is because I haven't seen it again. You know what I mean? Like. I remember when I saw it, I loved it. I gave it a perfect rating, uh, but I haven't seen it. it I, it's like I needed to see it again to refresh my memory. You know what I mean? Like my memory of the other movies are a little more recent, stronger. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I probably probably watch it again and like be reminded of why I gave it a perfect rating and and put it up in the top ten. But um, yeah, it's a great movie. There's nothing nothing bad to say about it really. And I really like like you mentioned the constricted time frame. I'm a big fan of constricted time frames in general, you know, movies that are not, not necessarily real time, although I like real time, uh, but close, you know, like a constricted yeah. like one night or one day. Real time. Yeah, it's pretty close to it. I yeah. mean, well, I can't say it's real time. It's, it's a day. So it's not really real time. Yeah. It's more, more of a day. So. Yeah, but still, like, I, I, I like that they, they took that approach and it makes it feel more immediate, you know, and more, yeah. you know, and, and you yeah, really do get showing you his get whole a, life story and showing all the other things that happen. They just basically just take you from when he wakes up that morning and all the things he does that day. And then, you know, cultivating, cultivating up to, you know, the, the end result of what happens to him. So. Right. Right. And you, you still, I mean, you, like you said, you get a, you get a good feel for who he is. You don't need, uh, you know, the whole life story, you know, necessarily. So yeah, it's a really good movie. I just haven't seen it in eight years. So sometimes if my memory is not so good on a movie, I, I hesitate to put it in the top 10, especially years later. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, it's a great movie for sure. Cool. Yep. And uh, moving on to your number one, which is kind of in that same vein almost. <laughs> so uh, we'll go and bring that in. Your number one film, and we got actually covered this one in the previous show as well. Um, it's going to yep. be 12 years of life. Yeah, so this is, you know, this is also a movie uh, that's, you know, like Fruitvale Station is is pretty brutal and pretty intense. Um, and, but for whatever reason, I've seen this one. Like, I saw it, I've seen it at least twice, maybe three times, and I bought it. Um, but it's it's just a really powerful, gut-wrenching movie. The acting is outstanding. I'm a, I'm a fan of the director. I haven't loved everything Steve McQueen has made, but uh, I'm definitely a fan of his, him as a filmmaker. It's just one of those movies that kind of uh, just sucked the air out of me when I watched it. You know what I mean? And every once in a while, you know, it's like, you know, I I tend to, you know, I I go back and forth over the years on like how to, you know, rank movies and rate them because, you know, there are movies that are, you know, you know, I'm finding as I get older, entertainment value is more important to me. There was a time when my top 10 would have been all, you know, just like really gut-wrenching, powerful stuff but maybe not necessarily something I'd want to ever watch again, you know? Yeah. Whereas, you know me, I, I've been that way for, for quite some time now. And even the movies that I, I used to buy everything that, that I liked or it was in my top 10 or 15 and, and, and I stopped buying. So it started with me. I stopped buying films that I wasn't going to rewatch over and over again. I'm not saying this is mm-hmm. those films, but um, you know, but it's like one of those things that like I, I'm in a place now, now, like you said, now that I'm older, there are films that I like and I respect what it's doing, but I can't say that they're always fun to watch. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I appreciate them and I enjoy them, but they're not necessarily films that I'm going to rewatch over and over again. 
And so I don't know what that means as far as my ranking system goes in that sense. And maybe that's why I think 12 Years a Slave was number 10 for me, um, just because of the enjoyment factor uh, for me. I yeah. know it's number one. I'm not knocking your number one because it's, anybody put this film number one, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any beef with them over over the placement of it. For me, it's probably number 12 just because all the other films that are I that I spoke about on that list are more enjoyable for me to watch. You know what I mean? Like, well, almost anything <laughs> you know I mean? is more enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> you know? you know, it's like one of those things where it puts me in an awkward position where it's like, yeah, I could, I could definitely rank that film higher because it's a great, well-made yeah. film. It's a very powerful moving film. And I could definitely put it higher. I could easily slide it into my top five, you know, if I wanted to, but like this and like maybe even Fruitville station, you know what I mean? They're the kind of films that are, you know, they're really hard to say you're going to get, you know, you're going to enjoy, you're going to have a good time watching. And as I get older, I, I like to be entertained also. So, so for me, you know, yeah. I'm going to, if you're asking me, if you hold 12 years of slave and, you know, uh, you're next, next to each other, I'm probably picking your next, you know, 99% yeah. of the time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. but same, but same with probably Fruitvale Station. You know what I mean? That's my number one. But if you hold those two films up me up to me and say, which one would you want to watch? You know, a really fun, you know, horror action film or this powerful, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter movement type film. You know what I mean? Like, which one do, wanna, yeah. do I feel like watching? And, you know, obviously, if I haven't seen either one of them, that makes a difference. But haven't seen both of them and, and owning both of them. I'm usually going to gravitate more towards, uh, you know, your next, just just because the the entertainment value. Because movies for me are an escapism. You know what I mean? Like I, I like to be able to uh, escape from reality. And and so when I'm watching something, typically I I tend to lean towards the stuff that that is good escapism versus something that's just going to remind me of what's actually happening and going on right now. So, right, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, you know what what's best. You know what's best is you know different you know in a lot of ways so yeah i try to balance like entertainment value and you know uh well yeah quality you know like quality but i mean there's nothing that's like you can have a quality popcorn movie too i mean there's a lot of quality escapist cinema you know so yeah i don't know i don't know um but that's uh you know every i think every once in a while I, t I tend my number ones tend to be more on the entertaining side with the quality, uh, but every once in a while a drama will just like knock my socks off, and this is one of those where I just I could not in good conscience put anything above it. You know what I mean? So I think that's why it's definitely not an entertaining movie, although it's it's entertaining in the sense that it's very well made, mm -hmm. it's well paced, it's very engaging, it's very emotionally uh, engaging. Um, so I don't know. It's a bummer, though. You know, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna want to rather watch uh, your next, like you said, in most yeah, of yeah, situations. Yeah. But but you know, that, that's um, kind of how I felt about Fruitvale Station because it, it's a right. film that not only you know this this kind of stuff is still happening right now. You know what I mean? It's very poignant for for today's society. Um, but for me, I just couldn't I couldn't fathom putting anything ahead of it for me personally, just because I I enjoyed right. it a lot and and it's so. Uh, you know, really hits home for what's going on. You know what I mean? So, so I, and 12 yeah. years of slave is in that same vein as well. Uh, I guess you just can't yeah. have your number one be, you know, Fruitvale station or number two be 12 years of slave. I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah. That'd be just too, too, too heavy, too heavy of a double header yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, but no, but no, great, great choice. Like I said, it, it's a fantastic film. And like I said, it, it's in my top 10 and, you know, any movie that's in my top 10 or like say even my honorable mentions, I, I don't typically fight people too much over the the placement of it because at the end of the day, it's it's an opinion. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we, we enjoy the films. We, we, we like them and we love them. So, you know, nothing, uh -huh. nothing wrong with that. Now, uh, The Lords of Salem. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother is thing. Awesome. Is what it <laughs> That's is. a whole yeah. other conversation right there. That was on our previous show. If you yeah. didn't catch that, but yeah, um, yeah. So that was a whole other, a whole other conversation. Yes, it was in both of our top tens. It was not in my. It was in my top <laughs> ten. It was in my top ten. But that's a that's a whole other list uh, that we're not doing. Of the bottom, our, yeah. yeah. Our bottom <laughs> top tens. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but cool. No, no, great. Uh, you know, like I said, great choice. Uh, great list. Definitely love, um, love 12 years of slave. Um, like I said, it is definitely, uh, a hard one to watch for sure, 
but it, it it's not it's not like doom and gloom the entire time I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Uh, because mm, you still yeah. have a little bit of hope in that film, you know, because yeah, obviously a film called 12 years of slave, you're hoping something positive happens after that 12 years, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so, so it's not completely doom and gloom, you know? Um, so you're kind of hopeful while watching it versus like, I knew the story of Fruitvale station going into it. Mm-hmm. I, I know how that story ends. You know what I mean? It's, it's not going to be good, you know? So, <clears throat> yeah like it's 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 kind of weird because it's like you know it does have entertainment value and that sounds kind of weird to say uh, but there's there's entertainment in good art you know what i mean like so yeah. like you know the most depressing sad movies can be entertaining not because of what's happening is entertaining but because you're you're drawn into the story you're engaged right. with the story you're being you know you're emotionally invested uh you care about what's going on it's kind of a journey for you so those things are entertaining, even if it's a sad story. You know what I mean? So it, it's hard to say like it's entertaining because, um, you know, what's happening is so heinous most of the time. But um, it does have entertainment value in the sense that it's a good story well told. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So sure. do with that what you will. You know, it's yeah. not going to, you know, it, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good movie. Let's leave it. Leave yes. it at that. I guess it's a great movie. So yeah. definitely fantastic, fantastic acting, fantastic directing. Just overall, a great film. So, mm-hmm. yep, cool. All right. Well, that is our top ten. Um, any honorable mentions you wanted to rattle off real quick? Oh yeah, there's tons. This was a 2013. Was a really good year. Um, apparently, her. I missed her um, somehow. Uh, All is Lost is really good. We Are What We Are is a really good horror film. Blue Jasmine, which you had in your bottom of your top ten. This is the End, I liked a lot. Bad Grandpa, I liked a lot. Fruitvale Station, of course. Pacific Rim, Enough Said, uh, which is a really good kind of middle-aged romantic comedy. Did you ever see Enough Said with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and James Gandolfini? I did, I did. Actually, yeah, that's in my own mentions, actually. I was pulling up right now. Oh, yeah, it's, it's actually in there. Yeah. And there's there's a lot more than that even you know that I that I these are just the tops that I wrote down but it was a really good year for me for sure. Um, yeah. Did you say short term twelve? I expected that to be in there too. Oh yeah yeah yeah. See that's another one. See that's another one. Yeah, it was in my top ten back then, but it, I it got nudged out this time because again, kind of like Fruitvale Station, I I remember being fully blown away, but I haven't watched it since, so I, I my memory's not too strong of it. You know, I just need to rewatch it again probably. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I had The Conjuring, I had The Spectacular Now, I had Short Term 12, I had Mud, um, I know you're not big on these, but The Fast and Furious 6, um, I had The Hunt, um, which uh, I really liked, I oh, have to yeah. that one again, I haven't seen that one in a long, long time, uh, The Way Way Back, World War Z, um, Mike Tyson, Undisputed Truth, uh, The Purge, Rush, which is the challenge film that I gave to you as well. Yeah, yeah. See, like, it was just an amazing year. Somehow I completely forgot The Conjuring, too, and that's one of my favorite horror films of the last decade. I don't know how I missed that. Wow. Slacking. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So basically 2013 was pretty kick-ass. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, uh, we'll be back with uh, 2014 at some point in time. I don't know when, um, but we'll definitely be back with that. Um, we have some challenge films for each other for 2014. So once again, it'll be a film that Jason chooses for me that I haven't seen and that he's seen and a film that I choose for him that um, I've seen that he hasn't seen, which unfortunately your pickings were kind of slim for me this year. So whatever it is, I don't stand behind it. It's not going to be my top 10 or even my animal mention probably. So, but what was the film that you selected for me? Yeah, well, it's kind of the opposite situation for me. You were apparently asleep at the wheel for 2014 because (laughs) you, you missed a lot of great movies in 2014. Um, But the one I'm going to give you uh, is a movie called life after Beth. Life okay. after Beth, B B E T H, and it's uh, you know, uh, it's 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 a really funny movie. It's it's got Aubrey Plaza in it. I know you like Aubrey Plaza. Sure. Um, it's a good kind of uh, horror co- horror comedy, I would say, 
Although uh-huh. it doesn't skimp on either, you know, it doesn't. A lot of horror comedies really skimp on the horror part, and it's got some pretty strong, pretty strong horror stuff in it. Uh, but it's uh-huh. it's a it's a really entertaining movie. I think you'll like it a lot. And cool. it's one of those that I, I really I remember liking a lot back then, and I've always meant to go back and watch again, but I haven't yet. So, but it's really good. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, so the pickings were pretty slim for you this year for me. Um, there wasn't. I, I guess I just didn't see enough films this year. Apparently, so um, everything that, yeah. that that was on my list was like two stars and below for my grade. So I, yeah. I looked at some of like the more popular ones that, that, that came out that year, like. Robocop and that you hadn't seen and like Ride Along and uh-huh. some of those other ones but I didn't like any of those at all um, so it was so it was really hard so I went with a film that I actually gave three stars to three out of five which I don't know I didn't think it was that good but I gave it three stars out of five so uh, it'll be another buddy cop movie and it's going to be Lesby Cops so um, oh okay alright alright yeah. so you might get some laughs out of it so it's nothing it's not going to change your change your life I mean like I said it won't even make my top ten or honorable mentions but um, I think I think uh, the ones that were out there I think you have the best chance of liking it I was leaning towards Robocop but I, I don't think you're going to like Robocop I know I didn't like it yeah. that much mostly because it's PG-13 and you're just going to it's just going to make you wish to watch the old Robocop I feel like yeah so. Yeah, I kind of thought you were going to give me either probably Need for Speed or Sabotage. I didn't like either. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't like Need for Speed at all. So, um, yeah, I wasn't for yeah. sure about Sabotage. I didn't. I didn't care for that one as yeah. much either. So, I, yeah, I, I, I think heard. I gave Need for Speed like one and a half stars. So, I think I gave. Oh man, like two. I thought you might have liked it a little <laughs> bit more than that. <laughs> no, no, it was no but, rush. Uh, Let's put that one. Oh no, no. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm always up for like a, a silly comedy. So, yeah, and it's short. I think um, it's and I like those actors. Yeah, yeah. I like both of those actors a lot. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that'll like be that'll be a nice easy comedy. watch. I think you. I think you'll. I think you'll enjoy it. So. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. Thanks, man. All right, well, that is uh, that is that. Um, so join us whenever we get to get to those films. It won't be next time because uh, we'll we'll have other films in between that for, for sure. I can guarantee you that. Um, but uh, but yeah, join us for that, and we'll 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 do that when we start our 2000 kickoff for 2014. So, well, thank you for watching. Let us know down in the comments. Did you like the films? Did we leave any films out? Any that we should have included? Um, as always, if you like the channel, we ask you to like, subscribe, make sure you hit that bell notification. Um, and then we'll be back with another show for you guys again real soon. We thank you for watching and we hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye.